This is episode 103 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. We all long to connect with our kids, and today I'm going to talk to you about some ways that you can truly build the strongest connection with your kids by stepping into their worldview. So let's get started. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have been looking forward to sitting down and just chatting with you guys about building connections with our kids. I'm going to take this entire episode from one of my more recent blogs, um, the one I did in December, and the title of that blog is Cry With Them, Laugh With Them, Build a Connection. And in that article, I talked about outlining some ways that we can step into our child's worldview. That just basically means seeing things from their eyes. If you would like to read um, this blog for yourself, as well as all of my others, you go to thefocusedmindset.com and click blogs. And I'll also leave a link for you in the show notes. Another thing you want to keep your eye out for when you are looking at those links is the Big Life Journal. I have your link to that to get resilience activities for your kids. And I'm also going to have some giveaways all revolved around a brand new project that I'm doing. And I'm going to send out more information to the Focused Mindset community. It's absolutely free to join the Focused Mindset community. I will leave a link for you in the show notes, but also if you go to thefocusedmindset.com, you f- you click on join the community. It's a free uh, program where you are able to communicate with me at any time. We're soon going to have a texting community as well. And it's just a way for you to stay connected. You can ask any question you want to me. It doesn't have to be on air. And um, it just gives you that one other outlet because you are never alone with the focused mindset. Now, as we move into this next year, I have been doing a lot of grieving groups. This is something that I committed to as a school counselor. Last year, I noticed that, um, of course, every single classroom I went into, you would hear about them dealing with death, dealing with loss. And I just truly knew in my heart at that moment that I needed to run more grieving groups in the next year to come. But I also knew that kids, when they're at school and they're on the playground, they're trying to do schoolwork, they don't usually run over to you and say, hey, can you help me out? I'm really sad about my grandfather that died or my father that died, my mother, my aunt, my uncle. So 
I sent out a mass email to all of the parents and there were over 30 responses that said, yes, as a matter of fact, we have been dealing with grief and loss. And if your family has also been dealing with grief and loss, there are two episodes that I did specifically about grief, loss, and just pain that children go through and families go through. Number 94, episode 94 is helping kids through grief and fear using the solution-focused strategies. And episode number 93 is the mindset shift that gets us through pain. I would uh, offer up those both to you and your family. And if you know someone that's going through it, feel free to share the episode with them. We are all in this journey of life together, and it definitely is not always an easy path. In order to get to the other side of pain, we want to be able to glean the things that will give us a mindset that will help us stay healthy. And this is what I'm dealing with in, um, this is what I'm teaching in the groups that I'm doing. I decided that in order to be able to fit in all of the um, need in our school, that I'm running many sessions. Like usually I do a six-week session. I'm doing three-week sessions. And then if the child wants to come in and do a one-on-one with me and just talk, they certainly can. But one thing we've been talking about is that we need to reframe our own grief in order to help us have a healthy mindset. It's just so important for us to do that. It's so important for us to understand that sometimes when silence falls on a family after a death, and even in get-togethers, the person who passed away isn't mentioned, that might seem fairly normal for an adult. But a child is sometimes in need of processing that grief processing the loss. And one way they can do that is through communication and talking. If they're just left to do that in their own head, it could get very mixed up and they can fall into uh, an unrealistic view of fear and worry about the future because when if someone else dies and these swirling thoughts can begin to make a huge impact on your child's life. So I encourage you to listen back to those episodes I spoke about and also to communicate with your child and look at them uh, in a totally different light. Look at them um, thinking about, hey, what might they be thinking? What might they be feeling? And the best way to find out is just to ask them. Find a time when they're calm. Find a time when there's a... a connection going on already between you guys and, and just ask them how they're feeling, ask them how they're doing, and then be observant. It's amazing how much we can learn from our kids just by opening our ears, opening our eyes and observing them. Today, we're going to talk about building a connection. This comes from a blog that I recently wrote. And, um, I was just thinking about the importance of connection. But connection comes from a child when they feel seen and heard. The first thing that needs to happen is that they feel like they're being seen and heard for who they really are. And what we call this in solution-focused therapy is stepping into their worldview. 
you know, your child has a different view of life than you do. They look at it through different eyes, different lenses, and you can step into that worldview more often by stopping the thoughts within you of having to train them and teach them and tell them exactly what they need to know and rather really being curious and interested in how they're seeing life, how they're viewing it. Because I have to say that kids are looking around and making assumptions about how things are. Sometimes they're realistic assumptions and sometimes they aren't. But they're definitely not just thinking exactly the way that you think. Like I've said before, they're not clones of you and they have their own views, their own opinions, even at a very young age, but you can step into their worldview. And this is something that you need to deliberately do on purpose. Sometimes it naturally happens. Like um, I think about when I go to Disneyland with my daughter or to an amusement park and all of a sudden you see all of the colors and the lights and the magic totally different than you did when it was just you or it was just you and your partner walking around the place. When you bring a child to Disneyland, their eyes light up and everything they see is, uh, is something special and magical. And Disneyland tries really hard to be able to pull that off even in the adult's eyes. But there is nothing like taking a child to an amusement park and just watching the joy that they have, watching the thrill as they go on the rides, a little bit of fear. Uh, it's, it's just so special. And I can't count the number of times that I'll talk to parents and they'll be like, oh, taking my daughter and seeing it through their eyes. Well, stepping into a child's worldview is simply just seeing it through their eyes, just like you would if you were enjoying a moment with them. Um, sometimes even in their sorrow, you can be in the moment with them or in their anger or in their worry or in their frustration, being in the moment with them goes a long way. And I have three practical tips that I'm going to give you to help you build a connection with your child. But first, I want to tell you a story of the time when my husband just jumped right into my child's worldview. And uh, it was happened like, hmm, I want to say maybe two weeks ago or so. He just decided to go into a room where she was playing a video game at the time and just sit there. He just sat on her little desk chair and, uh, and, and he said that it kind of felt like a bit, first of all, uncomfortable. Like, why are you here? I think she maybe even asked, why are you here? And he's like, I just want to hang out. And he just sat there and took in her space and, you know, looked on his phone and hung out. And pretty soon Bella starts to tell him a little bit about the game and then tell him a little bit about a story and tell him a little bit about school and, then they were joking together and laughing together. And lo and behold, they had some bonding moments. But later on, when my husband told me that whole story, he was saying, you know, it took me going into her space. She wasn't going to come over and make, uh, 
find me and come into my space. And then he realized I shouldn't always expect her to. The truth is, is that a lot of times our child does come over and hang out with us. And that's great. But what about us going straight where they're at and not being intrusive, but just being there? That opened up the door to this whole line of communication. And and it's just the older they get, the more important that it is that we don't just let them go off onto their own ways, but that we look for those moments of connection. The things that make our children unique and their little ways that they look at life, the way they laugh, the, their sense of humor, uh, the things that, like I said, that they're fearful of. This is what makes your child unique. But sometimes you need to be honest with yourself and ask, do I really know what my child's into? Do I really know at this point in time, even what their favorite color is, what their favorite foods are? Uh, what is the jokes that they've heard that they laughed at? What are the songs that they love the most? If you can't answer some of these questions, then it's definitely time for you to step into their worldview and ask them questions. Many times when I'm on the road, I, well, this has happened for all of my children. I let them take over the radio and we just listen to the songs on their playlists. My daughter's each and every one of them had completely different styles of music and their Spotify playlists would give me a completely different vibe. And then as they grew older, I would see their style of music be fine-tuned and mature. And it was one way that I could really find out how they were growing, how they were uh, molding into the person that they wanted to be. And their style of music has a lot to do with that. So you will find for your family, your own way of building a connection through stepping into your child's space in a comfortable, non-intrusive way, and then looking for those opportunities. Like I said, it's going to take doing it on purpose. It's not just going to happen because this life can be really busy, but you have to look for those opportunities. So how might you step into their, your child's worldview in the next couple of days? Here are my three tips. Number one, sit with them in their space like we just talked about. That space may be their room or a place they hang out most in the living room, uh, out in the backyard. Go out of your way to be there in a non-intrusive manner and just see what happens. And my second tip is ask them about their interests. Ask them in many different ways. If they say, I don't know, or they don't answer you, then regroup and find another way to ask that same question. And then look up information about it. Look up the language and conversation wrapped around it. Is your child interested in a certain anime cartoon or they are interested in a certain YouTube channel, a certain, uh, it could be anything, their sport that they're into, their video game. Look up information on it and then use some of the language that's wrapped around that video game and surprise them with it and show that you are interested, truly interested in the thing that they are also interested in doing. They will be surprised and this surprise could open them up to sharing even more about how they see the world. And my last tip for today anyway is 
the next time they're irritated or upset or sad, or they show some type of intense emotion, acknowledge it rather than correcting it. This is frustrating for you, you might say. And saying something like, this is frustrating for you is way more powerful than telling them, stop overreacting. Or it could be that your child is saying something that isn't in line with your family values, but in that moment, it's their frustration that's coming out. Acknowledge it. Take a minute to acknowledge their emotion rather than rolling right into a lecture or rolling right into telling them why the way that they think might need to be adjusted. Um, Flat out, they look at it like, oh, they always think that I'm wrong. They always just think what I'm doing is wrong. I hear that all the time from kids. My parents think I'm always wrong. But do you always think they're wrong? Or do you have their best interest in in your heart? And you're thinking, oh, I just got to Uh, Tell them a little bit more about the way they need to be. I need to correct them. Step away from that in order to build a connection. That step three is so important. They show an intense emotion. Acknowledge it rather than correcting it. Now, you're going to have to use your imagination and let it flow and think of all kinds of different ways that you can build a brand new connection with the children that you're around, with the children that you are raising in the days and weeks to come. You might uh, need to be uncomfortable at times. You might need to feel like, oh man, this is not what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to be selfishly in your mind. You're thinking I wanted to be, uh, I don't know, listening to my own podcast or watching my own TV show. It's ear human. I get it, but I'm asking you. Look for those moments on purpose and then see what a difference it makes because there's nothing like having a strong connection with your child. It takes you through all of the hard times because there are going to be those times where things are uncomfortable and you do need to correct and you do need to uh, not be the most pleasant person in their eyes because of that. It's your connection that'll help you get to the other side of almost any struggle. So what ways can you build a connection? If you've thought of some ways, keep them on the forefront of mind and give it a shot. And when something maybe just doesn't go right, try something else. Something will work for you and your child if it matters to you. You know, we make, uh, we make room for anything that's a really truly important in our life. And if we want our child to feel important, they need to be seen and understood. Before they even listen to you and listen to one thing that you say, being seen and understood by you is the very first step. So now you've been reminded why it's so important to go out of your way to build a connection with your child and you have some practical tips to get there. I'd love for you to do me a favor as well. In the weeks to come, as you give some things a shot, I'd love to know what helps you connect with your child. Hop over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com connect, and you can leave me a voicemail or an email and let me know what has been working for you. And if in that, you also come up with some questions 
feel free to ask them and maybe you'll find that I answer your question on the next episode. I look forward to hearing from you. And we are getting close to the end of this short but sweet episode. Next week, you guys are going to hear from Tiffany. You are absolutely going to love listening to this life coach and mother. She is so inspiring and you're going to love that conversation. I'm not going to tell you much more about it, but until then, um, I hope that you're able to just find all of the different ways you connect. And you know, it's not only with your kids, it's with your loved ones. It's with your mother. It's with your it's, it's with your significant other. Yes, we can find new ways to connect in this week. And I also want to talk about the review process for the podcast. Most of the reviews are on Apple. And I bring it up because when you leave a review, it just touches my heart because I get to read them all. And it also helps out with Apple pushing it out to people that are like-minded And it really helps podcasters out. I wonder if you might leave a review today. If you do listen on Apple, all you have to do is scroll down below where they show this season. And then there's stars. And then it's a place where you can write a written review. That would be a really, really great asset and a way that you can give back to the focused mindset. And I'm going to take a minute to read to you one of the reviews that came in on the podcast by Clarington that says, I've just listened to Cher for the first time, and I must say I love her program. She is easy to listen to, knowledgeable on the subject matter, and she's fun. What a delightful experience. Thank you, Cher. God bless. Wow. Thank you so much, Clarington. That means so much to me. And it's coming to the end of our podcast. I love spending this little bit of time with you where we're able to just talk about the things that matter most in our family's life. And connection is one of those important things. I want you to go out and no matter what you're facing in this week to come, whether it be something joyful or whether it be a difficult challenge, I want you to step up and walk into it with confidence. You got this. I know you do. And I'll be right here next week. So until next time, keep in touch and take care.